Welcome to AFSPA Talks, a production of the American Foreign Service Protective Association with Chief Operating Officer Kyle Longton. Be sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast channel. Enjoy the episode. Hi, and welcome to another episode of AFSPA Talks. As always, I'm Kyle Longton, and for this month, my co-host is... Adrian Coleman-Seabrooks. Adrian, I'm glad to have you again today. We're talking about another another program or a couple programs actually in your area of expertise. And so today, AFSA talks about life insurance. It's another important protection, um, but it is not one that you necessarily purchase for yourself. No, we're, we're going to learn more about the life insurance uh, today. We're also going to talk about accidental death and dismemberment or what we know as AD&D insurance, um, the program with the worst name ever. I'm sure you'll agree, but the yes. most accurate name of what it covers. So it does tell you exactly. We have, have these conversations, yes. but it's important. <laughs> yes, and to help us navigate through all of this is our, our friend and returning champion for the podcast, um, uh, Nina Matias, who was with us last week, um, as well as uh, once last year. So, um, Adrian, if you can remind, just in case people missed last week's episode, and if they did, I encourage them to go back. Can you remind us a little bit about Nina's experience? Sure. Uh, Nina has more than 20 years of experience with the Prudential Group Insurance Division. In her current role as account executive for Prudential's Group Association and Affinity Services, She is responsible for the relationship management and implementation of association accounts for various life insurance, disability insurance, and other products such as critical illness. Nina is a subject matter expert in group insurance benefits, consulting on benefit plans, working to ensure customer and member satisfaction, and focusing on overall relationships. Nina's career at Prudential has included various positions in claim and account management, including time as a regional account director in both the premier and national account segments. Her understanding of claim processes and member needs is both wide and deep. A magna cum laude graduate of Seton Hall University, Nina has a life and health license and is based at the Prudential offices in Newark, New Jersey. We are so happy to have Nina back with us today. And I'm so happy to be here again, everybody. So thank you for for indulging me again. I think these are great topics, and I just love what AFSPA is doing to ensure that um, information and the right type of education is brought forth to your members and, and potential members so they can make the most educated decisions about their own coverage. Absolutely. And, and Nina, I think you are now tied with our, our CEO, Paula Jacob, for um, record, atten- re- record appearances on the podcast. Um, so thanks for joining us again. Thank you. That's a, that's a great company. I'm honored to be tied there. <laughs> All right, Nina, I got to start off with a story. So back in 2015, ASPA had an open enrollment period on its life insurance products, um, particularly the, the immediate benefit plan. I was new to my current position as COO, and I was anxious to get out there and meet members and talk about ASPA. So I went to Charleston, South Carolina, where um, the Human Resources Center for State Department and a number of other agencies is located. I did a couple of presentations and some service days, um, and then I drove on to Atlanta and had an early morning talk scheduled at the passport office there. I slept 
at the Motel 6 across the street from, it was the Motel 6 or the Ritz Carlton. And only one of them was within the per diem allowance. So um, I slept at the, the Motel 6 right across the street, was there first thing in the morning. And I kid you not when I tell you that they ate me alive in that presentation. They questioned me about IBP, term life in general, and other life insurance options. What's the value in buying a term life policy? You're not going to get your money back in the end. So why would I buy it, et cetera? So Nina, help, help you know, seven years ago, Kyle out. Um, can you give us an overview of the different types of life insurance and, and maybe starting with the most common and one that ASPA offers um, term life insurance? Yes, absolutely. Um, it, it's really interesting. AM. I can only imagine, you know, kind of the deer in headlights effect. I've been with Prudential, as Adrian mentioned, for well over two decades now. But when you hear life insurance, at least for myself also, you think, okay, I pay a premium, I pick a benefit. And when I die, whoever I've designated as my beneficiary just gets the benefit. And it's just that simple. And while it does work that way, while life insurance may be a little less complicated than some other Um, benefit plans that are out there. There are a lot of nuances and a lot of offerings to life insurance that I was blown away with myself. So I can, I can totally relate to what you were experiencing. And, you know, if we were starting with what ASPA offers, which is term life insurance for some life insurance plans, the, the beauty of them are in the words themselves. So think of term life insurance being for a term of your life. You can enroll to protect your loved ones in the event of your death. And, you know, obviously that leaves them with money to meet their needs and replace for a term your income. Because if you pass away, you know, your income or whatever stream of cash flow that you have coming in is gone. So generally, we advise people to think about replacing their income for around 10 years. Um, Term policies can be available out in the general market for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. Premiums do increase as you get older. And many people terminate their life insurance when they no longer need that protection for families. For example, you know, if your children are out of college or your mortgage is paid off um, under the AFSPA group insurance plan, it still is for a term, meaning it does end. But the beauty of group insurance is that it's not set on 10 years and 20 years. It's based on the contract with AFSPA. And for example, coverage can continue up to age 80, but there still is a term tied to it. Um, While there's truth in needing less life insurance back to, you know, when individuals may terminate their plan, as you age, there may be truth in needing less life insurance. It's really important as we go through everything today to just consider any loved ones left behind um, to help with their overall quality of life, any protection of your estate and leaving behind a legacy. So, you know, while some people say I don't need it anymore or on the flip side, which we'll talk a little bit about throughout today's podcast, I'm too young and I'm not going to die anytime soon. There are still some some very unique things that you should keep in mind that may change your perspective on all of that. Yeah, and we see this with our foundation regularly where someone passes away and then the even if there's a survivor annuity um, from their previous employer, the, the federal government, it's around half of what was being received before. And sometimes the bills don't cut themselves in half. Um, but Nina, that's not those, that's not the only type of life insurance. That's one we're probably going to focus on a lot today, but can you talk a little bit about, um, the other types of life insurance? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and many of you out there may have heard of these other types of life insurance. I mean, you know, we probably, some of us have seen the general commercials that are out there, you know, the emus, the various, uh, marketing that are out there just for 
on the individual market, there's whole life insurance. And quite plainly said, similar to what I said about term, that the beauty's in the word, whole life insurance is typically offered as an individual product and it insures you for the whole of your life. So premiums do tend to be higher. You can select the amount of benefit that you want. Um, and when I say premiums are tend to be higher, tend to be higher than that of term insurance and group insurance. Um, but they also build cash value that can be used as a vehicle for other savings and spending means. Um, so that's whole life insurance. But there's also another type of insurance, which is a whole life insurance product, not to get too complicated, but it's called universal life insurance. Very similar to the whole life. It's another type of the permanent product, as I just mentioned. And the distinction there is that, number one, um, a premium schedule can be elected. So you can elect to pay up for a period of time. There are some options on the frequency by which you would pay your universal life insurance. And then there's also cash value in a side fund where you can deposit more money directly into that side fund as you see fit within certain, within certain guidelines. Um, and lastly, there is the universal policy that is variable. So think about everything I just explained in universal life and variable universal life works very similarly, but also adds an investment vehicle which means it allows the variable, the hence comes in the variability, right? It's tied to the stock market. Um, so any cash value that you're building, there could be some fluctuation based on how you're aligning that cash value to investments. Okay. All right. And those are, those are all, as you noted, the, the last three are sort of individual products, not something you're going to find in a group setting. So that's maybe something right. to, to talk with a, a financial advisor or an insurance um, broker with. Is that right? Absolutely. Absolutely. We, even at Prudential, we strongly suggest um, if you're trying to maximize your insurance coverage, always start with your group insurance is the best rule of thumb. Your employer has you in mind. Um, sometimes the rates are more favorable because it is a group block. But on top of that, if you decide that you want to layer on some additional insurance, check with a financial advisor, talk about these various options based on your life stage. Um, they can help recommend what may be best for you. Excellent. And there's one other type of insurance that I wanted to talk about, and that is something that ASPA offers as well. And that is accidental death and dismemberment or AD&D coverage. Um, can you talk about this coverage and how it works? Yes. Um, and I'm really glad you guys are also focusing on accidental death and dismemberment, AD&D. As Adrian said, it's always, it, it's tough to talk about it because there's, the wording is brutal. It, it, you, it gives, it paints a grim picture, but it's super important to understand that AD&D is a type of life insurance. It is not the same thing as the life, the general life insurance and they can run concurrently. Accidental death and dismemberment, number one, generally has lower premium than that of life insurance policies because it's not tied to any of your long-term health, right? It, it is just that. Something can happen as the result of an accident, which can happen at any life phase, and nobody's, nobody can anticipate an accident happening, um, but it offers another way for you to financially prepare for the unexpected risks if you're seriously injured or die accidentally. So, you know, the AFSPA, AFSPA plan specifically under AD&D can help you protect your family's future with coverage amounts ranging from $10,000 to $600,000. And though that all can help pay everyday expenses and avoid unexpected debt. 
Um, AD&D, as I mentioned, is guaranteed issue. And I can't emphasize that enough. You do not have to go through medical screening. The premiums, again, are generally lower than that of the term life insurance plan. And so it's really important to add that on. And as I mentioned in the range, think about, God forbid you were to die of an accident and you've enrolled for the maximum life insurance under the, the gel program that AFSPA offers and the maximum AD&D, that's two $600,000 benefits. So that's separate. That's $1.2 million in proceeds that your family that would be left behind for your family or your loved ones if you were to unfortunately pass away due to an accident. Okay. Um, go ahead. Kyla. No, please, please. I was just going to say, you know, in addition to what I said, you still may be sitting there saying, why would I want both? Um, and if I haven't kind of hit that home enough, it's different types of protection. It offers additional protection in the event of an accidental death. Um, if you have a significant injury as the result of an accident um, and, you know, the dismemberment is the most grim of all, but there is another schedule that pays anywhere from 25 to 100 percent of your benefit depending on certain other losses, which could include, you know, a loss of a limb, a loss of, you know, a, unfortunately, several fingers or toes, loss of sight, loss of hearing. If you have one of the qualified losses, there is still a benefit. You don't have to die to be able to secure your benefit. Um, relatively low premium, again, it's instant approval without medical questions. And then again, it, it prepares for the unexpected. So even if you're all thinking about your family, um, you may not be ready to say, you know, hey, I'm younger. Or, hey, I'm super healthy. I'm not thinking about dying anytime soon. You or your covered dependents, what if you fell on a bike? Or what if you had a horrible car accident? Or, you know, for the outdoorsy types out there, anything can happen. And AD&D is a low cost way to make sure you have some protection against that unexpected. And, and I appreciate that because both our, our group enhanced life as well as the AD&D that we offer have options for um, spousal coverage as well as coverage for your children. And, and both of those add-ons are very reasonable. Um, but Nina, you talked in our last episode about medical underwriting for disability and for critical illness. And you've mentioned that it's not required for AD&D. Can you get a little bit more in depth and um We'll do our best not to lose people, but I think this is so important when it comes to, to life insurance. And another distinction between our, our gel plan and our AD&D um, is the, the, the medical underwriting. So if, if you could spend a little bit of time telling us about that, I would greatly appreciate it. Absolutely. So again, if, you know, if, if everybody out there takes one thing behind after this podcast, accidental death and dismemberment does not require medical evidence. But for the gel program, there is a component of medical evidence, which means at the time that you enroll, Prudential or any insurance company generally will ask you a, a few short questions about your medical history. Typically, you know, we look back about five to seven years of past history um, prior to being approved for that coverage. And it's truly um, in an intent for insurance companies to protect risk and to make sure we're bringing the right levels of coverage on. But for the group enhanced life program, the gel program, if you're a newer member between ages 19 to 59, you can enroll for anything as little as $50,000 up to $200,000 in coverage without medical underwriting. 
if you apply within 60 days of your hire date. So again, for anybody that, that's newer to AFSPA out there and you're still within that 60-day time frame, strongly suggest you take a look because you do not have to submit any medical evidence for coverage up to $200,000. Um, as a sidebar, before I yeah. add one more interesting feature that is something that's really great that you're doing at AFSPA, Anybody that wants above $200,000, even if you're a new hire, you can get up to $600,000 in coverage. Anything over $200,000 would require that medical evidence. But again, if, you, if you're healthy, I would suggest that you really look at your income and how much you want to replace, and you don't have to stop at the $200,000. Um, but a really recent plan enhancement that AFSPA made that does not exist, I'll share with everybody, broadly in the association uh, marketplace are coverage tied to life events, which is just, you know, it's a really great way for you to step back and say, hey, if, if you got married, if you had children, it's critical that you reevaluate whether you have adequate coverage, because now you're protecting more people, you're leaving more loved one, ones behind, God forbid you pass away. So within 60 days, for example, of getting married or having a child, you can still enroll without medical evidence for additional coverage up to that $200,000. So if you only have $50,000 in coverage and get married and you realize you need more, which PS, you probably do need some more coverage. <laughs> um, you can do that within 60 days of your marriage without having to furnish medical evidence. Yep. And I'm, I'm so excited. And I, I so appreciate the work that Nina, you and your colleagues at Prudential did um, with Adrian and her team to make this happen, because this is, this is something we see sort of in the medical space where, oh, you've got a qualifying life event, you can make a change to your enrollment, add family members, et cetera. And it, it, it is absolutely those, those life events are the exact time you want to reevaluate what your coverage is across the board. And um, we are trying to make it as easy as possible for people to make sure they've got the coverage they, they feel they need. So um, anybody, if you're, if you're on your honeymoon listening to this, um, or sitting, you know, uh, sitting in the hospital, holding a newborn, um, think about it, give us a call or, or check out the website. Now, uh, Nina, there's been talk out there and we did a, we did a whole episode on long-term care and we, we, uh, last year and delved into this with, with someone else, but there's talk about sort of hybrid life insurance plans out there while not really being long-term care insurance, they offer some of the protections or something similar to long-term care as well as life insurance. And I think AFSPA's group enhanced life or our gel plan that we've mentioned would qualify as offering some of those features. And so I'm wondering if you can go into a little bit more detail about the elements um, that are appearing in the gel plan, as well as some other plans that are out there. Yeah. And that, you know, thank you so much for bringing this topic up because this is one of those things that I mentioned at the onset when we were talking about your experience down in Atlanta, there are features to life insurance that most of us, it's not top of mind. We don't realize they exist and we're probably not leveraging them the right way. And while there's no apples to apples offering to mirror that of true long-term care, a more recent feature within life insurance policies, which I'm, I'm so happy exists in your, your gel plan, is the enhanced or accelerated benefit option. So um, you any member who ha who's enrolled in the gel plan can take advantage of this in one of two ways. And listen, I know the whole topic of life insurance and talking about one's death is, it's not fun, it's grim, but if you are facing a terminal diagnosis, um, and that's defined in Prudential where you have 
a 12 month or less life expectancy, unfortunately, you can take a portion of your life insurance proceeds, um, 90% of your coverage up to $100,000 that you can take out before you actually die. Um, And again, it's to use how you see fit. So, you know, we spent a lot of time in our prior podcast, albeit different coverages, talking about what is expected to be done with the proceeds. We don't police those. If you're terminal, I mean, the reality is maybe you just want to take a big trip with your family and enjoy your the time you have left, quite honestly. Maybe you have bills. Maybe you need to do some home accommodations. Whatever it is, that money is yours to use how you see fit. Um, and to layer on top of that, which really gets into some of the nuts and bolts of long-term care, there's even there's another advanced option tied to this accelerated benefit option, where if you're diagnosed with a chronic permanent condition and you're unable to perform two activities of daily living, so what could that be? Feeding yourself, toileting, mobility around your home, you can also take out a portion of your life insurance amount. So that's... that's um, I believe that's 90% up to $50,000. It is a little bit less, but you Mm -hmm. can take that portion out again to use that money how you see fit, even if it's just to offset other costs that you have not expected. Um, So after submitting necessary documentation, if you decide to pursue one of these benefits, you can access the percent as you're qualified based on, you know, one of these two criteria that I explained. So, Nina, we, we touched on this a little bit earlier. And first of all, let me let me pause and say these are these are not your grandparents' life insurance policies, as, mm-hmm. as we've highlighted. And they're not they're not long-term care policies, but they do have some elements that can benefit you. You know, we think of life insurance, you're not going to be around to enjoy it if you have it, but you're you're protecting your loved ones. Here are some ways that you can actually benefit from from a life insurance policy when you might actually need it. So um, I encourage folks to take a look at that and contact us if they have questions. Um, but Nina, if, if do you have any general advice? We we talked about talking to a financial advisor, et cetera. But um, can you equip them maybe with some some things to think about before they have that conversation uh, when they're making their decisions about uh, life insurance? Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for asking that question. I mean, again, under the premise of nobody wants to think this is the topic nobody wants to think about, but everybody should be talking about. Quite honestly, we're all human, guys, right? So life insurance, it's not a question of if. It's a question of when we are mortal beings. And that's just the reality. There's no one size fits all approach to life insurance, but it's really important to understand that it's generally recommended that you have about seven to 10 times your annual salary in life insurance protection. Again, you know, in in some prior podcasts that I was invited to, I think we talked a lot about, you don't want to exhaust your savings, things that you've put aside to just live out your the quality of your life in the way you hope. So life insurance protection is a way to make sure that your loved ones are left behind without having to dip into savings that they, you know, that they can use for just living day to day or enjoying life. Um, certainly who and what would be impacted if you were to pass away or suffer a loss that's covered under AD&D, as we talked about, should be factored into consideration. So think people and think property. And what are you protecting there? As mentioned earlier, as an example, you know, to our younger members out there who feel you don't have a whole lot of financial or family obligations, at a minimum, you should strongly consider AD&D coverage. I'm not discounting that, you know, there should still be probably an adequate amount of life insurance coverage for you, but AD&D 
if you're if you're younger or if you're just in great health, no matter what age you are, um, AD and D is great to have. And as life evolves, it, you can get into a committed relationship, possibly have children, become a caregiver, um, purchase a home. Your life insurance needs are going to evolve. And, you know, so another piece of advice is you should be continually evaluating your needs as life evolves. You know, some of the life event changes we talked about as your salary grows, you know, oftentimes we don't think about, have we now protected our quality and our cost of living because our salary is increased? Um, what was once adequate may no longer meet those needs. And as you age, your financial burden, the need to care for others may reduce but consider the legacy you want to leave behind, um, keeping in mind those accelerated benefit options that we have that can help you should you become critically or terminally ill. Yeah, and and I think it's also worth noting we haven't touched on this that these um, these policies that ASPA offers you can have them alongside your FEGLI benefits. So I'm saying mm-hmm. that for the benefit of our, our federal. Um, employees, but also if, if somebody is a, a former federal employee or a spouse of a federal employee, you have the option to enroll along with whatever group plan that your your employer may offer. Um, these these can be carried alongside um, those other plans. So so don't think, well, I've already got this. I I can't have anything else. You can, um, and it's worth looking at. So uh, Nina, before we wrap up, is there anything else that that you would share with our audience about life insurance? Thanks, Kyle. I mean, what I would say, you know, I. Look, I've been there, even though I've worked for an insurance company for so long, most of us, myself included, when we look at our out-of-pocket expenses, when it comes to benefits, we gravitate towards health insurance immediately. And that is number one, it is critical. You know, we think about dental insurance, but life in AD&D are also extremely important to help ensure we're helping protect the loved ones we leave behind. Um, And quite honestly, many people overestimate how much it costs to the tune of three times what the premiums actually are in many situations. And as we talked about, group rates sometimes can generally be lower than those that are available individually. So it's worth it to review the coverage that you have. It's worth it to review the cost. Um, You have a fabulous benefits team in AFSPA that can help walk you through all of that. And it's also really important and something that many of us don't think about Once we have life insurance, in addition to making sure that we're regularly reviewing it to see if it aligns with our needs and our lifestyle, check your beneficiaries. Um, One of the most unfortunate things is to pass away and realize that, A, you never designated the person that you feel is owed the proceeds the most um, and to see someone else receive those funds. So just make sure that you've named everybody that you want to receive the proceeds that you want to care for. And lastly, you know, I would say it's nothing that we want to think about, but it's we're realists, right? You know, let's be realistic. Let's not, we're hoping for the best, but prepare for the unexpected, guys, because it can happen. And oftentimes it's the worst thing for someone on my end or Kyle or Adrian to have to talk to a family member and share the during the face of one of the worst things that someone's going through, that there's no insurance. So give it some thought. And, you know, hopefully you found this podcast helpful to understand the distinction and that life and AD&D are not the same benefit. And you should have both. Yep, absolutely. And and I so appreciate that the reminder to update uh, beneficiary forms and 
don't hesitate to, to designate a secondary beneficiary because yeah. we have run into it before where maybe a, a spouse predeceased someone and then there's no secondary beneficiary and then the, the funds are tied up um, until the estate is settled. So that that is so important. Make sure you keep those updated as your life changes, uh, um, you know, changes in spouses or, or more kids or things like that. So important. And we're always happy to help you here at ASPA with the plans that we offer um, to, to make sure those, those forms are up to date. So Nina, thank you so much. This has been a great conversation um, once again, and I so appreciate you joining us. I so appreciate being here. Thank you again for having me and, and to members worldwide and potential members. Thank you for listening. Um, again, I, I hope you took something valuable from, from the podcast today. Excellent. So for full details about our life and AD&D programs or to enroll, please visit aspa.org slash AIP and click on the life insurance tile or give us a call at 202-833-4910. This has been ASPA Talks, a production of the American Foreign Service Protective Association. All information offered in this podcast is meant to be educational. The views expressed by the hosts and or their guests do not necessarily represent ASPA. Should there be any discrepancy between information offered in this podcast and official plan documents for the Foreign Service Benefit Plan or other products offered by ASPA, the policy provisions will prevail. Thank you for listening, and be sure to subscribe to ASPA Talks to catch our next episode. Please rate and review us on your favorite podcast app, and share feedback with us on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. See you next time.